Hi, I'm Joel Gould and welcome to a new edition of NRL.com podcast. We're coming to you from uh, the, the studios of the QRL in Brisbane and we're continuing, uh, I'm continuing the preview with Steve Renoff, our NRL.com expert of uh, seasons ahead for eight teams in the competition. Yes. Uh, Jamie Soward's looking after the other eight Yes. Uh, down in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're focusing today, Steve, on the Sea Eagles and... This year, surely, they, surely this year, they can't have the same injury problems they had last year. It was cruel last year's uh, injuries. Uh, and this year, Des did it. Well, last year, Des did a fantastic job of getting them to where he did into the finals. And I think if he can be injury free this year, they're heading even further up the table. Oh, look, he would have been so excited going those finals because he had this team really on song. And, um, you know, we talked about that last year. We, you know, we talked about the big guns, but he had. He had other players that, um, you know, weren't the big names, but he had them all fire, and they, they played as a really good unit. Um, and you'd have to think, injury-free, they can go a lot further than where they, you know what I mean, where they ended up last year. Well, we've spoken before about uh, Tom Travojevic in tandem with his brother, Jake Travojevic. We didn't see a lot of it last year because of injuries yeah. um, to Tom. He, he had a, a cruel... Uh, season with injury, and we didn't get to see a lot of him. I think, if all being equal, if those two blokes can can stay on the field together, we still haven't seen the best of those two together. And to think that there's more to come. Oh yeah, it, it's just what an, if you're coaching those and you got your you run a club and you got those two boys running around the two brothers and they're like bookends, you know, ones at the back and ones in the forwards and. Um, and, and funny enough, they, they do, in their own way, play off each other as well. Uh, they, they're both smart footy players. And I think when you see him, when Tom came back, Turbo Tom came back from injury, he, he virtually, I think he influenced and won that game on his first game back from that injury and unfortunately he got injured again. So, you know, if we can... Those two stay on the field, um, you know, they'll just bring the other players along with them. Cherry Evans... Daily Cherry Evans last year, he he wasn't uh, fit during the first two Origin games. He he told us that uh, in camp ahead of Game Three. So yeah. I hadn't told you this. I really no. wasn't I wasn't ready to play. You know, he, he showed a lot of courage to play, and obviously he was missing from injury too for Manly last year, which is easy to forget when we talk yeah. about Tom Travojevic. Uh, I think he's really embraced the captaincy of both Manly and. The Maroons, and I think we're going to see in his 30s now. Cherry Evans playing some some of the, his best football. We saw him win the 11 Grand Finals, starting out as a player. I think we we're going to see him take Manly well close to it again. Look, um, you know he, he's playing behind your two of your favourite players, or you just like saying their name. You know, Who are they? Blake, <laughs> Blake, and Blake Kapow, or Kapow as they call him. And you get very excited when you mention those two. I've noticed over the last couple of years. So, but as I said, they dominated. They dominate when they play, and they they bully players. And um, so that's what a heart, good halfback needs, like DCE, to run behind a couple of forwards like that. Don't you love those two blokes? So in tandem, <laughs> yeah, Fanua exactly. Blake and Tapao. Yeah, exactly. They're machines. I think, I think as a one-two punch, as yeah. two props, they were as good as any. Oh last yeah, with, year. without a doubt. And I I, I believed you and. Um, but yeah, but as we said that you know they they got a good forward pack you know with Siren and and Thompson and so 
really, if they're on song, um, that's just going to open it up. And we know what DCE can do for his back line um, when he's got a good forward pack in front of him. I think Dylan Walker's still got more in him. Yes. He was impressive last year, but he, he can play better. And Danny Levi's obviously come down from the Knights, and he gets an opportunity at number nine. Uh, as well for, for, for Manly. And he's a, he's a good player, um, Danny Levi. Um, you know, he, he's good out of dummy half. I, I like watching him play, um, and he, he's exciting. There's one player, Steve, that I think, you know, we look at the one, we know the one's fantastic. The seven's, you know, an origin player, an Australian player. The six has played origin. The props, they, they're fantastic, those two guys, and then the rest of the forwards and, and Jake and the number 13. The, the guy that really, to me, is uh, a weapon. For, he's like he's like the backline Taumalolo, really, is Moses Suley. Yeah. He really has come along. I mean, Des has taken him from almost nowhere. His career was in the balance. He, yeah. he had to get it right discipline-wise. He got it right. And Des has got him carving up out there and mentally strong, physically a beast. What yeah. do you make of this guy? You yeah. want to tackle him, Steve? Oh, exactly. You know, I'd, I'd probably I'd leave that one to Kevin or Michael on the outside of me. But um, uh, you'd leave that him. one to Kevy, would you? <laughs> yeah, oh, no, <laughs> you would have probably Mick. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when you got a beast like that, and you call they are there are beasts when you when you see those players and what they do. Um, yeah, they're intimidating. But they, you know, on top of that, take yourself out of that. Um, not only the team, they're good footy players, and you know Des has done well with him. And you know you look forward to watching those sort of players. Um, so he, and so he he sits in that category. And what a strike, as you say, outside of all the other strike weapons they got, they got another one sitting there. He's yeah, the only thing he's got is apart from great strength and power and speed, he's got lovely skill. Yeah, and great game sense I've noticed um, for a big guy as yeah, well. Yeah, you're right, Jolie. He actually can read the game. He's got a bit of instinct. He's not just a smash it up, um, you know, centre. And he 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 does read a game. Well, George Defer, we saw him put on some massive hits. We, we've spoken at infinitum about what Des did with a whole lot of players like Brad Parker, Ruben Garrick, taking them to new levels. Cade Casty showed faith in him. Uh, so there's there's so many um, positives in this Manly side, and the, the the other positive is that they have one of the great coaches of the modern era yeah. in charge of them. I'm he, tipping Manly, Steve, to finish in the top two this year. I really think they they're that good. There's no reason why they can't, Joel. Um, when you see they had the roll on last year, and the, but then they got struck down by injury. That was that was very that was unfortunate. They're going to be better for it, um, you know. And as you say, if they can keep. These, this team on the paddock for most of the season, um, there's no reason why they can't be in the top two. Where are you, where are you tipping them to finish? I'd say uh, I'd get three. Um, you know, I'd say three. Definitely be in the four. Um, but, you know, they could make their way to in, into number two. Hmm. I'd probably agree with you. And Des, he's a guy you would have loved to have been coached by, I guess. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can see his passion. Um, we only get to see it, but, um, you know, I have met Des before and I would have played against him, and everything he does is 100. percent You know, he's passionate about this club as well. But he, and he's been he's t- he's taken that away from the club as well. You know, and um, showed his passion just for the game of rugby league. And I think that that wears off onto onto the players. Okay, well we're tipping a big season both of us for for Manly, uh, and uh, I think I think they can go very close. I really do to, to to lifting the trophy again for the first time in this decade. Of course, yeah. Manly yeah. won premierships in the seventies, the eighties, the nineties, the two thousands. 
in the 2010s. Yes. Didn't they? And now they've got this next decade to, to take yeah. to take care of. Of course they did, yeah. So I remember talking to Zorba about this. They're the only team from the 70s to have won premierships yeah, in every, right, yeah, in every decade right the way through. Okay. Okay, Steve, well, thanks for that. We, we'll continue our uh, season previews another day. Look forward to it, Joel. <laughs> <laughs>